0: The Hotel Indigo, located at 151 Haywood Street in downtown Asheville. The Hotel Indigo features mountain views, Wi-Fi, an on-site bar and bistro, a business center, a meeting room, and more. For more information at hotelindigo.com or 828-239-0239. That's my favorite phone number to read. It really is. Okay, Children First and Communities in Schools is a local nonprofit that believes all children deserve to reach their full potential by bringing together resources to help children succeed at school and home. Whether it's providing a food box, after school tutoring and mentoring, school supplies, teaching parenting skills, or helping families meet basic needs, Children First is there. Along with their direct services, they also advocate for policies that support families with local and state policymakers. More info at www.childrenfirstcisbc.org. org folks I was having fun good
1: good morning good good morning
2: have a pancake or two pack your lunch off to school kiss your mommy and your daddy what a wonderful (laughs) way to greet each new day say good morning good morning to you
0: all right all right I need to stop (laughs) I'm just messing around with our fancy uh, some CD players here at the station and having way too much fun. Anyway, I am Sagan. This is Radioactive Kids, and we are WNC's local <coughs> independent kids' music show for everyone. And we have a great show for you today. we we actually do, doing kind of a comics-focused show. It's going to be cool. We have a new comics talk with Raj. And an interview with a local uh, cartoonist, Hope Larson, who has won the Eisner Award twice. And she has a new book called All Summer Long that Raj recommended last month. So we'll be chatting about that. It's going to be great. And we also have new music by Francis England, Dan Zanes, Randy and Dave, Best Coast, Ben Rudnick, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned. And let's kick it off with an artist who just sent me her music She is an American, but she lives in France And the band name is Dana and the Petite Punks Her album is called What Do You Wanna Be? And this is the title track On Radioactive Kids, this is Asheville FM And this is Kindy Music Oh yeah, Dance Party with a Hedgehog (laughs) by Dana and the Petite Punks from their album, What Do You Want to Be? Before that, we heard Whippoorwill and What Do You Want to Be? I am saying this is Radioactive Kids. Remember, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and if you should wish to make a request, you can... Uh, email me Sagan S-A-G-A-N at ashvillefm.org or give me a call right now the number is 828-259-3936 and also be sure to check out the podcast Radioactive Kids where you can listen to the archive anytime you want pretty much anywhere you get podcasts just search for Radioactive Kids alright now let's get country with an artist named E.J. Bizarre, he he released a single in 2013 that he just sent me, and it's called Good Morning, Good Morning. Hope you enjoy it.
3: Good morning, good morning, the sun is arising, spreading light all over the world. Good morning, good morning, the sun is arising, spreading warmth all over the world. Open up your heart and let it pour in, catch every rain that comes your way. The promise of a new day is in the dawning, hold on tight, don't let it slip away. Good morning, good morning, the sun is arising, spreading light all over the world. Good morning, good morning, the sun is arising, spreading warmth all over the world. See it that way, summer in the darkness, a light is shining. Hold on tight don't let it slip away. Good morning, good morning, the sun is rising, spread light all over the world. Good morning, good morning, the sun is. Do-da, da Horizon, spread light on.
1: shine upon everyone like the stars that shine so bright. let's shine upon everyone let's shine upon everyone let's shine upon everyone let's shine upon everyone let's shine upon shine upon everyone let's shine upon shine upon everyone let's shine upon every shine upon everyone let shine upon, shine upon Shine upon everyone. Oh, yeah, that
0: was new music by Ben Rudnick and friends. Shine upon everyone. Before that, we heard Eddie Spaghetti and Rainy, Rainy Day Blues from his Greatest Hits album and EJ Bezire with a song called Good Morning, Good Morning. And Eddie Spaghetti and EJ Bezire are actually the same person. Whoa. Yeah. uh, Um,. Hope you enjoyed that. Coming up next on Radioactive Kids, we have brand new music by Dan Zanes. With his wife, Claudia Eliaza, and also percussionist Yuriana Sobrino. They have a new uh, uh, album called Night Train 57. It's a sensory-friendly comic folk opera and I hope you enjoy we're gonna play through three songs from it so here we go this first song is called songs are everywhere and coming up after this we will have another comics talk with Raj hope you enjoy it this is radioactive kids Well,
4: it's true you can hear them
2: songs are everywhere
4: wherever you are you need them
2: songs are everywhere
4: in the park or in the laundry mat, songs are everywhere on the sidewalk.
2: Oh, wherever you're at, songs are
4: everywhere, and it's true you can hear them. Songs are everywhere, wherever you are, you're near them. Songs are everywhere.
2: Never know what you'll discover songs are everywhere
4: and everybody's some kind of song lover songs are everywhere and it's true you can hear them songs are everywhere wherever you are you're near them the songs are everywhere on a bus or in a
2: grocery store
4: the songs are everywhere you might find one or
5: you might find more
4: songs are everywhere it's true you can hear them songs are everywhere wherever you are you'll need them songs are everywhere songs are everywhere songs are everywhere songs songs are
6: The train we're gonna-
0: Oh yeah, brand new music by Dan Zanes, and Claudia Eliaza, and Uriana Sobrino from an album called Night Train 57. That was Bloom Baby Bloom. We also heard "Going Up" and a song called "Songs Are Everywhere." And you are—you are listening to Radioactive Kids, and it's time once again for another comics talk with Raj. Hello, as always, very happy to be here to talk about comics. Yes, and on this is the same show as Ho- Hope Larson,
7: nonetheless. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah. I'm the- Presence of greatness. I can't help help
0: myself. Awesome. So so you have three more comics this month to recommend everyone check out from the library. Is there a common theme running throughout these ones? There is.
7: These are all very uh, kind of action, excitement-oriented comics. Ah. Sometimes recommend more, uh, you know... Uh, realistic kind of dialogue and emotional based ones. A lot of you know yeah. comics, things like that that tend to be you know more about real life. These are all fantastical in different ways. Cool. And I will say they're also probably um, for the maybe the older set. Of yeah. of kids, so you know maybe seven years old and up, kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just because they're more they're more advanced and, and more
6: advanced.
7: Crazy. Some of the narratives are more advanced. Some of the storytelling techniques is more advanced, and also some of them have a little uh, little dark edge to them with all the action and things yeah. like that.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, we just played some, some metal last week on the show. I, I think y- y- y'all can deal with some d- dark edges. Oh, anyway, yeah. so what's the, the the first one? Okay, the very first
7: one is a Thor comic, Thor of Marvel comic fame. Ah. I don't talk about a lot of superhero comics on this show, but with the uh, movie being out right now, the, second, uh, the first um, big Avengers flick this summer, I mm-hmm. think uh, interest is, is rattling around. And a lot of kids want to know where they can get into reading about all this stuff. Ah. Uh, and there's a wide, wide variety of you know, Marvel and superhero comics in general. And since the 80s, a lot of them have been very, very dark. Yeah. And you, kids, you know, are maybe a little hesitant. They don't know where they want to jump in. Yeah. So I would say, as far as Thor goes, this comic, which is by uh, the great Roger Langridge ah. and Chris Samney, around so the language mm-hmm. of, of, of mm-hmm. many, many other awesome comics Muppets S- comics, things Snarked, like that. Stuff like Snarked, that. Snarked, good stuff. Uh, this is called Thor. The Mighty Avenger. Yes. It's a solo book of just Thor doing his thing, uh, but it's a really nice, easy intro uh, place to jump in. Mm-hmm. So Thor kind of arrives on Earth, not sure how he got there, he doesn't know what he's doing exactly. Uh, he meets his longtime friend, uh, Jane Foster, uh-huh. in this comic. Uh, it's kind of a reimagining of that. There's some villains, there's some uh, swashbuckling, some ah. daring do. Yes, uh, indeed. But it's really cool, you know, it, it's that very uh, confident, speaking in, you know, Old English kind of Thor with all <laughs> the these and and have at these, and things like that. Yeah. Um, Sammy's art are really, is really great. It's kind of flat colors, uh, interesting, sketchy, real uh, uh, expressive faces. Yeah. Uh, but really, really, really nice. And there's a lot of... Uh, heavy comedy in this in this book, which is ah. why I think it's good for, you know, if a kid wants to figure out, you know, how to start reading a Thor book or an Avenger book, this yeah. is a really nice one to jump into.
0: Awesome. Yeah, so uh, that is volume one. Mm-hmm. How many other volumes are there?
7: We have two in the library right now. Okay. Uh,
0: three might be out
7: of print right now, but uh. we can probably find it if you really wanted it. Yeah, because the, y'all are librarians. That's your
8: job. Literally <laughs> that was... my job. Nothing <laughs> makes me
7: happier than to... Dig a musty old book out of uh, the back of a a shelf and make some kid happy with yeah.
0: it. That turns out to be really awesome. Exactly. Awesome. I are not you wrong. Of course. Yeah, so, so what is the second book? I actually haven't re- read this one, so I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Okay.
7: Uh, this is a book called Cat Burglar Black. Mm. It is by Richard Sala. Or Salah, I'm not sure you say it. Yeah, Uh, and it is published by First Second. First Second. So right there is going to be good. (laughs) Uh, And this is a book. Richard Richard Salah has this interesting kind of retro style. Lots of saturated colors. um, Interesting uh, drawings of of people and the way he sketches things. Um, It looks kind of. It looks very old and new at the same time, which is neat. Yeah. Uh, And this book. similarly to how it seems old and new, is both uh, very, you know, cute and very kind of creepy and Ooh. has, like, some dark edges at the same time, cool. which is neat. So the first one was uh, adventure-y and kind of the classic superhero running around. This is adventure and, like, a, a very kind of, um, not oh, sorry noir, yeah, but, like, uh, uh, uh...
0: I forget, like, sh- shadows at night. Yes. Yeah, shadow Sneaking creepy. around. Exactly. So very sort of very cool. interesting stuff,
7: you know. Yeah. Uh, so... The premise of it, though, um, this girl was grown up um, in a, a orphanage, ah. uh, but all the orphans, in a Dickensian kind of way, were trained to be pickpockets and thieves the whole Ooh. time. So instead of being you know, taken care of well, the orphanage, uh, you know... Uh, matron taught them all to be thieves
6: mm-hmm. uh, and
7: that was kind of her life for a long time she liked it very much but it's all she knew yeah. all of a sudden this letter arrives says that a mysterious aunt of hers is Ooh. taking her to a, a very prestigious private girls boarding school yeah. she's very excited uh, goes off to the school uh, it has a little bit of you know the new girl dynamic initially mm-hmm. classic you know, fish out of water thing going on but then she realizes very very quickly that there is even more mysteries and more weird, creepy stuff happening ah. at this boarding school than there ever was at the orphanage where cool. she was before. <laughs> so she ends up having to unravel all these mysteries of her upbringing, mysterious you know families coming out of the woodwork, uh, why she was selected, how everyone knows about her, all of this stuff. Cool. Uh, and it gets really, really. I mean, they jump right into the mystery pretty quickly. With this one and the art it matches it so well. Uh, lots of uh, I think it's mostly watercolor. Yeah. Uh, Colored, really beautiful uh, pencil or and a pin line work. Just his stuff is great. You've read yeah. his. Uh, once again, a lot of his stuff. Richard Sala is definitely in more of the TNYA. this is a nice way if someone wanted to get in his work. Yeah, as a kid they could they could get in. Without any of the real, like, you know, creepy, scary stuff.
0: Yeah. So he's kind of like Nancy Drew, but creepier and cooler, really.
7: Yeah, like that. Nancy Drew, you know, more confident. And she has kind of a gang of girls she ends up at the school hooking up with. And then, you know, there's all about teamwork and, like, these, you know, girls trying to take down, like, the adults that are, you know, being a nuisance.
0: Cool.
6: Things like that. So what's
7: the third one? The third one is uh, One Trick Pony. It is by Nathan Hale. Yes. And it is also published by... First, second, I believe. Yes,
0: and you may know or no. I oh, no. Amulet. Yeah, you may know Nathan Hale, Nathan Hale from from the uh, Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales. Yes, series, he has history a
7: history comics. Awesome series of. Uh, history comics where he picks one event or person in history and writes a whole comic about all the cool stuff they did. Mm-hmm. They're really funny. They have these narrators. They're like these time traveling mm-hmm. executioner and a yeah. soldier and a spy who kind of yeah. hop through time and, and talk about all these people who've done cool stuff. So anyway, but this, this is yeah. totally different than all of that. Yeah, this is a science fiction post apocalyptic survival. Yeah, a uh, book for kids. It's really creative. It really is. Cool. It, it, I read a lot of sci-fi, and it's rare that I, I find a, a kind of a concept or a twist on a classic sci-fi concept or trope that makes me really sit up and pay attention. Ah, this one totally did. Oh man. Uh, the idea is there was this mysterious invasion that happened uh, at some point, and the whole world is basically uh, decimated. Uh, civilization, at least. Because these mysterious creatures come from, Ooh. they don't know where really, uh, feed on anything electronic Ooh. or electrical. Uh, and the way they do is they kind of they burrow straight through uh, uh, matter to getting to anything. And nothing can stop them that they know of. they just go straight through it. So these tunnels are carved all over the entire world in giant pits and caverns with these things just heading towards anything electronic. And ah. the survivors are just, you know... Trying to make their way across the land, find food, find safety, find each other, mm-hmm. things like that. So and in a lot of ways it resembles like a, um, a post-nuclear apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse uh, yeah. book, but it's an interesting take on that that's... Pretty much appropriate for, you know, any kid of, a, a, you know, seven, eight years old, things yeah. like that, I would say,
0: on up. And, like, the main character is this uh, really cool g- girl, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember her name. What is the Well, a spunky name? girl. Yeah. Gosh, whatever. I her name also.
7: Um, that's okay, yeah. Whatever. Well, while doesn't really matter. But she finds this uh, mechanical horse, wow. and no one understands really where it came from, but it ends up being an adventure, it goes from being, you know, post-apocalyptic and transforms into kind of a uh, you know a, a, a hero and their animal kind cool. of tale, a yeah. classic you know horse tale, dog tales, lots of these through history. And so this becomes that mixed with sci-fi, mixed with alien invasion, mixed with survival apocalypse, mixed with all these cool things. Yeah, and the story runs along really fast, and it's also funny at times. It's funny at times. A lot of family is involved. Yeah, so it's all these disparate um, you know parts of books. It's like, Stuffy books. There's sci-fi books. This book, this takes like eight different kinds of book, which could be its own entire thing. and smashes them together and finds new ways for them to kind of interact and innovate. Awesome. So, so, so that is one trick pony. One trick pony by Nathan Hale. Awesome. And the last book you did uh, before that, we talked about Cat Burglar Black. By Mm -hmm. Richard Sala. Mm -hmm. And before that, we talked about Thor, the Mighty Avenger, by Roger Langridge. Awesome, yeah. And of course, if you want any of these books, you know what to do, right? Come down and see me, Raj, at Pack Library in the kids' department. I would love to talk to you about comics anytime. I guarantee you will be leaving uh, way down with more comics than you could possibly read.
0: Because there are so many awesome ones. I mean, like... There's so many. We only get to a very small fraction of them every month.
7: I've only read, I don't know, a quarter or less of the comics we have here. Uh, there's so many awesome comics coming out all the time by all these new amazing creators and classic creators making new cool work that I'm ordering them as fast as I can, and I can't even read all of them. So come in, grab some, read them, come back, tell me what you thought of them, and we'll talk about that. Awesome. So uh,
0: We will see see you next month. We will have three more books. I'll be here. Thank you. Thank you. And this is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. Let's get back to the music right now. Randy and Dave have a new album. It's called Snorkel. And this first song we're going to play is called My Little Dog. (laughs) It's it's a very tongue-in-cheek song about a big, hairy, mean, nasty lumberjack who really loves animals. Check it out.
9: Harry is a hair suit, lumberjack. He's got hair on his knuckles. He's got hair on his back. His dog and he both weigh in at 250 pounds. And when he sings to Fluffy, this is how it sounds. Eyes. She's got mountain lion stare, She's got a grizzly bear bite. She belches like a cannon scaring and these off, off her fur. Acting all ferocious until he sings.
1: You do. Do it for us, love. Come on. My My you like that, love it.
9: Should be in the funny papers, cause everyone can use a laugh. Your facial distortion by way of contortion just made me shoot milk out my mouth. Everything Everything is out of place It's like you fell fell from outer space All I know know for sure is that that face should be in the funny papers And speaking on the world's behalf That face should be in in the funny papers papers. Cause Everyone everyone can use Exactly why I'm gonna wear a helmet. I'm gonna wear gone away
0: Is the title track from uh, Randy and Dave's new album, Snorkel. And that, that was, of course, meant totally as satire. Um, and before that, we heard Funny Papers and My Little Dog, also by Randy and Dave. I am saying This is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. And up next, we have an album by an artist, um, from South Carolina. I believe this is their first kids' album, but I'm not sure. Their, their name is Friction Farm, and the album's called Tell Me a Story: Songs Inspired by Great Books. It's really cool. Um, and the first song we're gonna play is probably the most morally ambiguous song we've ever played. It's based on This Is Not My Hat by John Classen, or Inspired by That, and it's called Nobody Is Watching. Hope you enjoy it on Radioactive Kids.
2: is watching, no one will ever know. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know. What will you do? There are some things that you should never ever do. Everyone knows, just don't. But when our backs are turned for a minute or two, do what you will or what you won't. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know Nobody is watching, no one will ever know Nobody is watching, no one will ever know What will you do? You should never take something that belongs to someone else That's a rule, we all agree But if you're careful and you're clever and no one tells Take it or leave it as you please Nobody is watching. No one will ever know. Nobody is watching. No one will ever know. Nobody is watching. No one will ever know. What will you do? If you see a neighbor's treasure that you really must have, you could slip it in your pocket when they blink. Does it ever make you happy? Does it really make you laugh? It might not make you feel the way you think. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know. Nobody is watching, no one will ever know. What will you do? What if it's your favorite thing that I must have? I must. How will you feel about it then? What if my hands are quick? Can you ever really trust? Will you be too worried to make friends? is watching no one, no one will ever know nobody is watching no one will ever know nobody is watching no one
1: will ever know what will you do is watching no one will ever know what will you do nobody is watching no one will ever know
2: soft and cuddly I know some people think that they're not clean but I know things are not always what they seem let's be open to the possibilities insects and spiders and creepy crawly things bugs and slugs and slimy sticky things critters might seem scary set your senses tingling
1: but think of all the good things that they bring Our nature's janitors pick up what we throw away
2: Bees, pollinate flowers might be blueberries someday Crickets play symphonies on their cricket cricket knees And dragonflies, to my surprise, eat mosquitoes, oh yes please Insects and spiders and creepy crawly things Bugs and slugs and slimy sticky things Critters might seem scary, set your senses tingling But think of all the good things that they bring Silkworms can make luxurious threads Spiders are artists weaving beautiful webs Walking sticks are fascinating, who cares what they do And earthworms improve soil every time they poop and Sex and spiders and creepy crawly things Bugs and slugs and slimy, slimy sticky things Critters, critters might seem scary, set your senses me. tingling But think of all the good things that they bring I know they are not soft and cuddly I know some people think that they're not clean But I are not always what they seem Let's be open to the possibilities Insects spiders and creepy crawly things. Bugs and slugs and slimy sticky things. Critters might seem scary, set your senses tingling. But think of all the good things that they bring Think of all the good things that they bring
4: Insects
2: and spiders Crawly things, bugs and slugs and slimy, sticky things.
0: You are listening to Asheville FM at WSFM LP 103.3, Asheville.
2: did it, we were all amazed. The man in the suit, behind the big desk, said wrong look wrong style, no No thank you next. next. We were sad, a little perplexed. You were good, we knew it, you did your best. Side, who walks, who waits, and who, who gets, gets to ride.
0: songs by friction farm from the new album of songs based on books uh tell me a story that last song was never gonna sing uh inspired by um when marion sang by pam Munoz you know, ryan before that we heard insects and spiders inspired by james the giant peach by roald dahl And we start this set off with no one, nobody is watching. Inspired by "This Is Not My Hat" by John Klassen. We are now entering the second hour of Radioactive Kids, and programming support is brought to you by the East Asheville Tailgate Market. The market runs from 3 to 6 p.m. every Friday between May and September at 954 Tunnel Road at Beverly Road. The market features local farmers, growers, bakers, and artisans who bring their products and crafts. More info at East Asheville Tailgate Market.com. Friends Against Butts recycles your cigarette butts. Friends Against Butts is a nonprofit donation based service in the Asheville area dedicated to recycling cigarette waste. They collect butts, outer packaging, rolling pouches, and more, recycling them into industrial plastics. That's so awesome. They collect any amount, big or small, from individuals and businesses. Friends Against Butts diverts waste from landfills one butt at a time. More info at friendsagainstbuttsgmail.com. At All right, let's see uh, if everything works out correctly. uh, Award-winning cartoonist Hope Larson will be coming up and chatting in about 30 minutes. Um, But first, we have some more music to play. This next thing is a real special treat. So you may may remember um, earlier in the year I interviewed a guy named Josh Lovelace. He released a kid's album called Young Folk, and it's a great album. And he uh, sent me a new copy of this album on vinyl as an LP record. And it's bright orange, and it is really cool. So let's play some stuff from it now. This first song I'm going to play is called You're My Very Best Friend. Josh Lovelace and friends on vinyl. This is Radioactive Kids. Kids <laughs>
5: of a feather Flying so high whenever we're together I got your back no matter the weather Being best friends makes everything better Wherever you go I'll go too How about a field trip to the zoo We can hop around like kangaroos I can be anything when I'm with you Rain or shine All the time Till the end You're my very best friend Sleet or snow Don't you know Till the end You're my very best friend wear a green shirt just like me so we can match like two twinsies let's carve our name into a tree so that the whole wide world can see throw me the ball so i can throw it back let's get crazy and trade backpacks you're always there to be whatever i like you're my macaroni and that's a fact Swimming at the creek when I left him there, he thought it was a snack. Someone left to share, yeah, a bear in the woods ate my underwear. A bear in the woods ate my underwear. I was swimming at the creek when I left him there, he thought it was a snack. Someone left to share, yeah, a bear in the woods ate my underwear. Uh, hey Josh, it's me, Ben. Hey, Ben. You're never going to believe this,
7: but I too, while swimming in a crick, had my undies eaten by a bear. You're kidding. I'm not kidding, and this is how it went.
4: One, two, three! Like a jaybird swimming in the open sea I was looking for a towel or maybe some leaves Like the day I was born like Adam and Eve There was a full moon out for all the world to see I never saw him coming, in the neighborhood of peep While I was splish, splish, and he was snacking on my breech. When I got out of the water, went and hid behind a tree. Cause a bear in the woods stole my dignity. Oh, yeah.
0: Josh Lovelace and Friends on Vinyl, his debut kids album, Young Folk. Hope you enjoyed that. That was Climb a Tree. Before that, we heard A Bear in the Woods featuring Ben Rector and You're My Very Best Friend. All right. Uh, coming up very soon, we will interview uh, Hope Larson, uh, a really cool cartoonist who lives in Asheville. But first, I wanted to play some music by Best Coast from the new album Best Kids. This song is called Ice Cream Mountain on Radioactive Kids. (laughs) best coast doing a cover of the classic muppet song rainbow connection and before that we heard ice cream mountain and i love the way that 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 album sounds you can taste that distortion with a spoon um and i am really happy right now to welcome uh award-winning cartoonist hope larson and local Asheville author to this studio hello how are you I'm
10: great! Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting to finally see inside this building. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you because you told told me you you drive past it all the time.
10: Yeah, I live in West Asheville, so I always drive past the radio station. and awesome. you're Like, what's going on in there? It's so well, mysterious. Now you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, so so yeah, you have. Lots and lots of really awesome g- comics, including uh, one that Raj and I r- recommended last month. It's your newest book, uh, right? It's called... Um, All Summer Long. All Summer Long, right. yeah.
10: Yeah, it came out in May of this year. So awesome. It's the one I'm promoting right now and kind of the most excited about because I'm always the most excited about my newest book.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, for... P- p- People who didn't hear the comics talk uh, last month and maybe don't know what the, the book is like, could you like just, just, just give a quick run through a little teaser from the author?
10: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so All Summer Long is a contemporary middle grade graphic mm-hmm. novel, which means it's sort of aimed at middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um and it's about a girl named Bina who lives in Los Angeles, and she is um, she's 13, it's the summer before eighth grade, and she's starting to find herself as a creative person and as a musician, yeah. and she's figuring out how you start a band, and she's also having some problems with her best friend Austin. Mm-hmm. They've grown up next door to each other, and for the first time, they're growing apart and moving in different directions. So one of the questions that the book asks is, can you stay best friends with somebody even as you start to move in different directions Mm -hmm.
0: so uh, obviously this book is like set in the modern day but of course i have to ask is it autobiographical at all
10: uh it's not it's really not at all autobiographical i would say the the aspect that is from my own life is that i lived in los angeles for Mm. seven years and i wanted to Write about parts of the city that were really special to me. It's set in Eagle Rock, which is pretty close to where I lived at the time. That's a neighborhood in in L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to write a little love letter to L.A.
0: Oh, awesome! I yes,
10: moving back to my hometown, which is here, Asheville. Yeah. After finishing that.
0: Interesting, yeah. So I don't think you mentioned the name of the neighborhood anywhere in the book. I I don't recall. I
10: think it's on the first page. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah. I, I know yeah. it's
10: mentioned somewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Well, let me it's see. Called Eagle Rock. Yeah. yeah uh the dude oh yeah the eagle rock yeah mm-hmm. I, I just kind of passed over that in, in an effort to, to get onto the the larger story but but i guess people who live there will recognize all this is settings straight off
10: yeah some of them are fictionalized but some of them are real places there's a soda fountain a soda shop in the oh, cool. book and um somebody reviewed the book and was like oh i that's actually in my neighborhood i can go there and a uh, custom soda and uh photograph the book with it so yeah
0: it's pretty cool i will wonder if they'll be able to get a uh, free soda from Jake.
10: <laughs> <laughs> i want free soda if i go back i think i should get free soda <laughs>
0: yeah hey you're promoting the the business i guess <laughs> um so uh also so, so so this book is uh uh starring teen characters you know it's the the characters i think the 13 She's 13 and and um you know, the, the, there's some, like, teen-specific stuff going on, but I really think that the book is appropriate for all ages, and it it just k- k- kind of works for all ages. And so, was that intentional to to make a story starring older kids that could be accessible for younger kids, adults, anyone?
10: I always try and, and write with an eye to um, people who will be reading the book who aren't you know, 12. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that most of my books are written with enough sophistication that, that, um, adults will enjoy them. Like maybe younger kids aren't going to understand a lot of what's going on, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, you never really know who's going to be reading the book. It can be sold. It's the books that I make are sold to a specific audience, but that doesn't mean that people who aren't in middle school can't read and enjoy my stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I'm thinking of like, of, uh, the, the four points, uh, uh,
10: uh, yeah, the, yeah. the four-point yeah. series.
0: It, like in li- li- libraries, I've seen it in both YA and kids section, and I, it's it's kind of at home in both places.
10: That's so cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, the four-point series, Compass South and Knife's Edge, is a, a little historical, um, like a pirate adventure yeah. series uh, that I did with Rebecca Mock, who's an incredible artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I draw my own stuff, write and draw my own stuff about half the time mm-hmm. and then the other half I collaborate with other artists. So that's one that I did with a different artist. Yeah. She is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, if you like like throwback Robert Louis Stevenson type pirate stuff, maybe
0: check those out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and let's see uh, are there going to be any more f- f- four
5: points
10: I- i not at this time but you never know i hope so (laughs) i would love to do more but rebecca and i are working on another book that's in kind of a similar vein but it's a standalone graphic novel so uh, keep an eye out for like 2020 when it comes out
0: jeez louise how how many books are you working on right now
10: um right now i'm working on four
0: like at the same time.
10: Well, they're all in different <laughs> stages. So right now, I'm drawing a book. I'm this is actually pretty exciting, and I don't think this has been very widely reported. But I'm doing two um, companion books to All Summer Long. So oh, cool! Two sequels, and each one of them is going to stand alone mm-hmm. more or less. But um, so that's what the main thing that I've been working on this year. I'm drawing that, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm working on me and Rebecca's next book, mm-hmm. and I'm putting together a pitch for yet another book and um after i finish drawing the the next all summer long book which is going to be called all together now ah. then i'll i'll start writing and drawing the third one so that's four
0: wow that's wow <laughs> that's this mind-boggling and you've like what in the past couple of years you've been doing that same sort of thing too because you've been working on the uh, compass south and knife's edge the Batgirl, girl right and and uh Goldie uh, bands. Yeah, Goldie um, Vance.
10: Yeah, so I, I do mostly graphic novels mm-hmm. too, with book publishers, and I dabble a little bit in what we call the direct market in comics, which just means, like, single-issue comics. So if yeah. you think about a comic book then you're probably thinking of like uh, like 20 pages with a staple in it. Mm-hmm. So I've done that kind of thing. I wrote Batgirl for two years. And um most of my run is actually pretty accessible to younger readers, I oh, think, cool. as well. So that would be like in more of a YA space. Mm-hmm. And I also co-created Goldie Vance, which is a girl detective series yes. with Brittany Williams, who's an amazing artist. And that one um, was optioned by Carrie Washington's production company, um, with Rashida Jones attached to write cool. and direct, so awesome! That that That's happens. amazing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's interesting. You have like so many totally different stories going on at the same time. Like, is it like hard to to keep all the different stories and different feelings of different stories straight?
10: It's not that hard. You, I think I just find a way to compartmentalize everything. Mm-hmm. Like when I sit down to to work on Batgirl, it, it's just. I fall pretty easily into that voice. And uh, I think like a lot of my style as a writer carries over from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. But um, it can be tricky to switch gears. It's yeah. hard to shift from from like one set of characters and um, plots you know, I mean, yeah, to the
0: next. Because you could hardly th- think of 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 a story more different from knife's edge than also summer long, you know. Yeah. It's like like I if if I I gave the two books to someone, uh, I erase your name from the book. <laughs> I doubt they would realize that it's by the same person. So, yeah,
6: yeah I guess that's that a- was
10: actually kind of a, a difficult um, gear switch to make because I, I finished up Compass South and Knife Edge. And then um, my publisher really wanted me to do another contemporary book, mm. like a slice of life type book. And it was really hard for me to go from just high action adventure stuff where people are sword fighting and there are like storms at sea. um, Yeah. To go from that to a story about real life problems. Yeah. It's like, how do I make real life and like the life of somebody who's 13 and her life is pretty small and sort of almost suburban? Yeah. How do I make that as exciting as as pirate battles? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, I guess that's a that's that's Hopefully, S- I succeed. Something you have to work Somewhat. on. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah it, it's interesting. Yeah, there are a l- lot more like slice of life uh, c- comics coming out nowadays. I guess started by S- Smile was yeah. the whole whole avalanche that, uh, that started But yeah. I, I think uh, All Summer Long is really a, a unique uh, niche in that whole c- kind of genre Thank because it, it's more about music and it, it, it's very much about music, which isn't really. Uh, c- covered in a lot of the, the other books.
10: Well, you know what's so funny is that um, All Summer Long was my attempt to write a, a pretty commercial book, like yeah. a book that's accessible to a lot of kids, just ordinary kids. And um, so I, I was like, music is cool. I mm-hmm. love music. Who doesn't love music? Yeah. So I wrote a book about music because it's something I'm passionate about. And like, what I I was like, what kid wouldn't want to be in a cool rock band? Yeah. So I wrote this book about that and then the book comes out and I'm in New York sitting down with my editor and she's like, oh, yeah, there's like this, uh, this unspoken rule that books about music don't sell that nobody <laughs> likes those books. And I was like, so my my attempt to be super commercial completely backfired, but the book is doing pretty well. So well, I guess people, you know, you got to buck, somebody's got to buck the trend.
0: I mean, you know, it. If it works, it works. So, you know, who cares if it's about music? Well, my Um, dream
10: is that some kids will actually read the book and then go learn guitar and start bands.
0: Yes, and I wanted to ask you about that. So so I've been hearing about like a a lot of initiatives to get a a female, uh, to give female songwriters more prominence uh, in the industry. So I wanted to ask you, is part of the general point of this book to inspire more girls to be involved in the music industry and songwriting and, and playing music in general.
10: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, comics is a historically, it's a pretty male dominated um, industry and music is as well. So I think that part of what I wanted to do with this book was to give especially girls permission to like music to play mm. music to figure it out because the world sends a lot of signals that this is not for you if yeah. you're a girl and i think that's ridiculous yeah and and, and, and girls and and people who you know, who are non-binary or queer or whatever should yeah. feel free to just go for it yeah yeah and and
0: they definitely that's very pr- prominent in in the book i mean you have Bina, you have austin's mom you have uh steep streets like everybody is th- th- throughout the book like and there are lots of female con- characters who are really into music
10: yeah, it's it's a very supportive book. Mm-hmm. It's like my pep talk for kids who maybe don't have somebody in their life who's gonna encourage them. Yeah, and or I, for me, like yeah. sometimes you need that as an adult too.
0: Yeah, and I get, I guess the most awesome uh, uh, bit of fan mail that you could get from this book is like a, a kid who started a, a a band inspired by by this book. Is there anything like like that? Happened or i think it will it, happen but yeah.
10: i haven't heard anything like that yet but i'm i'm holding out hope
0: yeah well you know that like uh there there will be two other books Then the, the next book is it's, uh being actually in the band right
10: yeah it's starting a band that's the next book awesome so, yeah. i can't wait yeah and the third book is going to be complications like the industry book i guess oh boy <laughs> so yeah yeah so, it's all from a kid's perspective so
0: yeah like the, the but very social commentary ask like you know like maybe maybe a kid is trying to is really thinking about that and they don't really get all the the aspects of the of the, of the, music, the music, industry. music industry.
10: Yeah, it's uh, I I've definitely approached it as like a little bit more of a uh, a fantasy element. Like oh. I've created an LA where there are just and there are a lot of all ages um, spaces and mm-hmm. DIY, DIY spaces there, but. Have made it even more so so there is just like a thriving uh music industry that's it's like all run by
0: teenagers basically oh cool <laughs> um so, so so you actually the book you're wor- working on right now i saw that you uh, uh put up a, a call on your twitter page uh for like uh people who went to Asheville high school is that right um
10: this is actually for a pitch that i'm putting together mm. uh and i think i'm good but if anybody did go to Asheville High, specifically in the '90s, mm-hmm. if you were a student there in the '90s, I would uh, potentially like to interview you about it. Cool. Um, my email is just Hope Larson at gmail.com.: Interesting. So, so uh, feel free to reach out.
0: So, we'll we'll, uh, feel free to keep this secret, but will that be an all-ages book, too, or will it be more teen-focused?
10: I think it'll probably be more teen-focused. Okay. But this is not even a real book yet, so. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: we'll see. (laughs) Who knows? Um, So, uh, uh, also Summer Long, is this the, the first... book that's been published in several years that you've written and drawn right
10: yeah it's the first one i've written and drawn since i think mercury wow um a wrinkle on time i drew yeah and i wrote the adaptation Mm -hmm. but i don't feel like i can take credit as a writer because obviously madeline lingle is the author of a wrinkle time and i would never want to take any credit for that
0: Mm -hmm. so but uh, uh uh i don't really see any difference like in in your drawing style maybe you can correct me on this but i don't see any difference in your drawing style between a wrinkle in time and *All summer long so so did you like continue drawing and 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 doing little things for yourself and just didn't do it in a book form in in the meantime
10: um yeah, I have a couple different styles. Um, this is another situation where my editor had to kind of like reel me back <laughs> and slow my roll because I wanted to go off in a, a different stylistic direction for this book, and yeah. my editor reminded me that I had fans who'd read *A Wrinkle in Time*, and if I drew in a totally different style, they weren't even going to recognize that as my work. Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, that's part of why the book looks the way that it does.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, so, uh, yeah, I, I think some some, some of your earlier books are are done in the different style
10: a little yeah i mean i've been doing this for about 15 years Mm -hmm. professionally so i have a lot of books out there from when i was a much younger artist and your style and your approach just changes over time yeah as you uh figure out what interests you and what you're comfortable with and you refine your your working process um, yeah, so things change. It just shifts.
0: Awesome. So uh, you have an event g- g- coming up pretty soon at a Firestorm, right?
10: Yes. Um, on Saturday, August 25th at 3 p.m., ah. I will be at Firestorm Books with um, authors Constance Lombardo and Geneva B. And um, we're going to be doing a little panel with um, Douglas Gibson mm-hmm. moderating, chatting about making art and making comics and books. And we're also going to be doing some kind of drawing demo. Cool. So hopefully people will turn out. We'd I love mean, to see some kids there especially.
0: Yeah, yeah. You could you could listen to Radioactive Kids in, in the morning and then go on down to Firestorm B- Books in yeah, the please. afternoon. We'd love that. Awesome, man. And will there be some collaborative drawing, perhaps?
10: I think probably there will. We haven't figured out exactly what we're going to do for the drawing, but it'll be something fun.
0: Awesome. So uh, uh, we are out of time already, but thank you so much for coming in and chatting about your books. It's it's been a blast talking with you.
10: Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun for me, too.
0: Awesome. And and where can people find your books if they want to to read them, which I'm sure they do? Uh,
10: You can find my books in town at um firestorm at malaprops um you can actually even get all summer long at target and walmart so if you're a if (laughs) if that's your jam (laughs) you can go there but i strongly suggest you patronize a local indie bookstore
0: because everyone knows they're 10 times more awesome than, than, than walmart yep Awesome. So, uh th- th- thank you so much for coming in. We will get back to the music. This is Kevin Camarot and friends featuring Rachel Zilstra song called Game Bulu and Bulu. Ho- hope you enjoy it. This is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM.
8: I have got a feeling that you and I are gonna get along just fine. I met you on Thursday. While you were wearing Jammy sitting on your front porch, you said your name was Boo And I might have took it as a terrible sign and thought you were an odd duck, but instead I said, well, you can
2: call me Boo too. See, cause I got a game that takes two people to play, and you and I are the same age. And Just down the street See, cause I got a game That takes two people to play And you're my neighbor Two doors down Why don't you come around Welcome to my front door We can take our shoes off And we'll go in our socks You want something to eat? Well, here's a rubber chicken and an oatmeal bar. Uh, Don't really eat the chicken.
8: Beware of my big brother. He
2: might try to sneak up on us like he is a fox. But otherwise, he's not so bad. As long as you never have to ride with him in a car. See, cause I got a game that takes two people to play. I got a game that takes two people to play and you're my neighbor two doors down why don't you come around We could play detective in the attic we could play twenty in the yard we could play the dripping game in the hall we could play sick turtle hospital We could play lava on the staircase And play a million other new games It doesn't matter
1: Dog's not a hog A water dog Doesn't bark Because it's not a dog
8: So would that be a pig from New Guinea? No, I don't
5: think so. a water dog do the doggy paddle? Oh man.
2: dinner It occurred to me You're just being modest Just a few more things And this will taste like a dream Maybe this is a I dream I honey cashew Bless you Thank you Avocado, red pepper, maple syrup Cheddar cheese Would you please Yes indeed We're making top-notch finished dip okay. <laughs> Can-
0: That was Kevin G- Comrade and Friends featuring Scribble Monster. They are playing that song. That song was called Spin- Spinach Dip Pancakes. This one is a winner. That's from the album of the same title, Spinach Dip Pancakes. Before that, we heard a sea cow. <laughs> Naming some weird animals that you may have heard of. And we started that set off with Game, Bulu and Bulu by Kevin Comrade featuring Rachel Zilstra. Hope you enjoyed that. We are almost out of time on the Radioactive Kids show for today. But, of course, stay tuned for something else with Ernesto coming up at 10 o'clock. Let's finish off with an album by Francis England, Brand New Music. The album's called Blue Skies and Sunny Days. We'll play the first three songs. Carefree, Into the Wild, and we'll finish off with Not Just My Sister, a song which you have heard before on this program if you listened in February because it is. she first wrote it as part of Hullabaloo's 20 Songs in 20 Days project. She wrote the song in one day, and she recorded a demo, and I played it. So... Hope you enjoy the show, and thank you so much to Hope Larson for g- coming in and j- chatting. It is great, and I hope y'all check out her books, her many, many great books. And if we have t- time, we'll play a song by Jerbear Bear to finish it off. Thank you, and I will see y'all next week. <laughs>
8: Hop in. we're going for a drive. We we'll load up the minivan at lesson 45, and before you know it, we're flying down the 101. I ain't the Windows down with the radio on. Switching up the station till we find a good song. And the beach boys start singing, and good vibrations ringin'. ringing Round When we we get get to be Day of school is my favorite one When I've tried my best and the work is done Bring the popcorn parties and the sugar retreats. Celebrate for they set us free Then my granny goes and shows up after school She's got two movie tickets, my granny rules Kicking it back at the movie The the lights go down The colors move round and round, round and round about the
11: It's 10 a.m. in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and you are listening to Asheville FM at WSFM LP 103.3. Asheville. My name is Ernesto, and you are listening to something else the Saturday morning jazz broadcast, broadcasting from West Asheville, 10 to noon on Saturday mornings. You just heard Sagan in his fantastic program of kindy music. I love listening to that program on my way into the studio today. I've got something spectacular for you. I've got the all thrift spectacular for you lined up. All music that I have procured from local thrift stores. Uh, That uh, uh, represents quite a variety and uh, a lot of uh, the kind of stuff that you're used to hearing on this program, um, with, uh, <laughs> skewed toward the sorts of things that one tends to find vinyl wise, uh, at thrift stores, such as, uh, um, jazz exploitation records, a lot of late sixties kind of, uh, jazz bows trying to get, uh, swinging or trying to get groovy, I should say, <laughs> um, crooners, you know, show tunes, uh, exotic uh, things of that nature. So uh, I hope uh, you enjoy what I've got in store. And why don't we get started with uh, one of the greats, the great, uh, the uh, wild man from Wales, Mr. Tom Jones, on something else.
6: What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat?
3: Cat pussy cat, I've got flowers and lots of hours.